0: Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back. It is day 26, it is Saturday, so happy weekend. Yesterday we spoke about supplementation, specifically the four supplements that I recommend to every single one of my clients when they join my program. However, there is a premium, superior supplement to all of them that not enough people are focusing on, sleep. You all know it, but we all know sleep is good. We all know the what. More sleep or better quality sleep is better. But I think a lot of people fail with this stuff or find it difficult to justify it to themselves and value it because they don't necessarily understand the how and the why. Why should I be sleeping more? Why is my sleep quality important? And even if you understand the why, it's like, okay, I get the what. I get the why. How do I actually go about doing it? And that... Is what we are going to cover today. Because I think it is safe to say that we all know that getting consistent, good quality, decent amount of sleep is important. But a lot of people, like I said, struggle with the why. Why do I need to do it? And if you can't justify the why, you're not going to do it consistently. And then even if you wanted to, even if you can justify the why, a lot of people struggle with the how. They'd love to sleep better, but how do they do it? So that's what we're going to get into today. And This is split into two parts, okay? It's split into the actions that you take throughout the day, how you structure your day, how you set yourself up, and the environment that you sleep in. So we're going to cover both of those in two separate parts. But to preface all of it, because I think it's very important that we set ourselves up with the right mindset when we approach sleep. When we are children growing up, we are told to go to bed. We are given a bedtime. And it tends to be, or it certainly was for me at least, that as you get older, your bedtime gets slightly later. You looked forward to getting one year older because you knew you were going to get to stay up 30 minutes later. I specifically remember turning 14, I think it was, maybe 15, and I was allowed to stay up and watch the Champions League games. Back in those days, the Premier League football was always on the weekends. There was none of this Monday night, Wednesday night, fucking Friday night shit that they do now to make more money. But there was always Champions League Tuesday, Wednesday night. And you wanted to watch it. That was the big games. That were the players you never normally got to see. And I remember turning like, I think it was 14, and being allowed to stay up and watch the games. I even went to a couple of those games. That was mental because I had to get off of school the next day and I was shattered, mate. Anyway, the point of the, f- the fact of the matter is when we are children, we are given bedtimes. And so I think as a result, Of this, I think this is one of the big reasons that adults stay up later than they probably know is good for them. It's because you're now setting your own bedtime as an adult. And because we spent however many years, I don't know how long it was for your parents giving you bedtimes, however many years being told to go to bed, now we're almost rebelling against that mentality. But it is so self destructive to do that. And I just wanna frame this whole video or this podcast. With that, with that, just bear that in mind when you're thinking about all of this. Like, Is that the real reason that you're staying up later? Because if it is, it's literally just pure self-sabotage 101, okay? All right, so let's get into it. So like I said, you might want to sleep more or feel like you're not getting enough quality sleep and you want to get it. Sorry, my ankle's very itchy. But you're not sure why. Why, why are you not sleeping well? Well, like I say. A lot of it comes down to the actions that you take throughout the day. And your next night's sleep, the quality and quantity of that is going to start as soon as you wake up. You're basically like setting a timer from the minute you wake up to the minute you go to bed. And how you set up your morning, how you set up your day, how you act in the evening is going to dictate that quality of sleep. People think of like their sleep cycle starting in the evening. It doesn't. It starts as soon as you get up. So that seems, might be a little bit overwhelming for people, but that's just the fact of the matter. Okay? So what are the simple things that you can do to get yourselves more tired, to not guarantee, because we can't guarantee any of this stuff, but to hopefully, well, to increase the probability that you are likely to sleep better and sleep longer. And it's simple stuff, guys. Regular exercise, fresh air, sunlight if you can get it appreciate it's middle of winter sunlight is a, a premium imagine they sold sunlight how much would you buy sunlight for in the winter that would be a hell of a premium right that's two simple ones but another other ones that people necessarily might not think of stop eating food at least three hours before you go to bed and stop drinking anything anything because particularly as you get older your bladder gets a little bit weaker you're going to start waking up in the night. And I started suffering from this when I was 32, 33. I'd wake up every single night at like at least once, if not twice. And then I was like, okay, well, hold on. If I just stop drinking like three hours before I go to bed, I won't have anything in me. I'll have peed it all out before I go to bed. And sure enough, there's the odd exception, but sure enough, most nights I now sleep through the night and I don't wake up in the night. So it sounds a bit weird, like, oh, I'm not drinking for a whole three hours. But honestly, once you've gotten into it, you kind of just forget about it. And you also, you value getting the sleep more. So you're like incentivized to not do it, okay? So definitely stop eating. And if you can, stop drinking anything. I mean, really, you should only be drinking water past midday. And we'll come on to that next. But yeah, and then the next two are stay. If you're going to have sugary stuff, there's nothing wrong with that. I I say to people that, you know, it's the 80-20 rule with food. 80% 80% for function, 20% for fun. But if you're gonna do it, I would encourage you to get your sort of sugary stuff in either at lunchtime or in the afternoon as a snack. Try to stay away from it in the evenings because it's just gonna mess with your body and your brain. If you really wanna sort of wind down in the evenings, you wanna stave off that stuff. And the last but not least, and I, I'm only, you know what, I, I thank you to my new client, who I won't name, but joined my program last night and we, had a, we ended up having a long conversation about this particular thing, it seems so obvious to me, but it might not be to other people. But if you are having caffeine, not necessarily coffee, but caffeine, after, let's say, 2 p.m., you are really screwing yourself over. And in fact, you're basically going to be permanently caffeinated. And I can assume that because I can assume that you are waking up and having a coffee first thing in the morning. Now, nothing wrong with that. Well, there, there is actually a little bit of something to do with that. Something wrong with that. God, I'm really struggling to get my words out today. Sorry. Um, but well, that'll be, that's a whole other video. But having caffeine after 2 p.m. is pretty self-destructive, guys. And the reason being is that caffeine has a half-life of six hours. That means it takes six hours for half of it to leave your body. It then takes another six hours for the next quarter to leave your body. So my point is, is that if you're having coffee after 2 p.m., and then you're drinking coffee again at six, seven, eight in the morning, you are basically in this perpetual state of caffeination, which is not gonna be good for you at all. So, those are some of the super simple actions that you can take throughout the day that if you do them for two, three days, I guarantee you will notice changes in your, your how you feel when you wake up. Because let's be honest: the goal of sleep is to wake up feeling refreshed, right? That's the objective. Some people sleep six hours, wake up, and feel great. So it's not for me to tell you how long to be sleeping. I'm trying to get you to the objective of feeling refreshed and ready to go and happy and energized and full of vitality and, you know, driven in the mornings. That's the objective we're trying to get to here. Now, I think there's a line in the sand we can draw that anything less than six hours is basically being proven to be unhealthy. But from six hours up, it very much per- varies person to person and based on the quality of sleep that you are getting. And those actions are going to help you to get the quantity and the quality. But you have to stick with them and you have to do them consistently for a few days. This is not going to be a one hit, one day turnaround, wonder, life is a great again. You've got to have a little bit of patience and discipline and diligence with this stuff. Okay. So that is some actions now i want to talk about environment and particularly your sleep environment because the sleep environment that you have your sleep setup is going to also dictate the quality and quantity and the sort of how restful your nights are now some of this stuff we cannot influence in the short term for example if you have insanely noisy neighbors you live in a very loud part of town or you're next to an airport or railway tracks or anything like that My genuine blunt piece of advice, if you've got any of those things, is to find a way to get out of that situation. It might take you years. You might be tied into mortgages, rental agreements, but you are fucking yourself over by having any of those things going on. And if you're just waiting for that neighbor to move out, or I don't know, waiting for those planes to stop, you're taking the whole thing out of your own control, which is just so ridiculous. Put a plan in place to, and figure out how you can get out of it. Because compromising on your sleep quality and quantity is its just so important. It's just something that I would put above most things. And certainly, you know, the effect it has, I, I can only speak for myself, but on me and my physical and mental health. And then the, how that then, you know, trickles down to every other area of my life. How happy and fulfilled I am, the relationships that I have, the money that I make, all of this stuff. It all comes back to sleep. You know, we talk a lot about the big three. And I say to people, don't worry about optimization. I think I've done a video about this. You don't need to optimize your life. You need to nail the big three. Are you sleeping well? Are you moving enough? And are you getting your nutrition right? And if you're doing those three things consistently for at least one month, then we can talk about optimizing your life. But so much of this stuff, I think even within that big three starts with sleep. The virtuous cycles that we're trying to create. Because if I wake up in the morning... And I feel refreshed this morning. I woke up felt great. I've attacked the day. It's 11am. I've already done four hours of sort of what I would call work, all sorts of different things. And I feel great. I'm going to go and train in the gym after this. I'm going to come back and do some more. I feel good, right? If I'd have woken up and didn't feel like that. Yes, I have the I've got the tools in my toolbox to kind of push through that regardless. I I'm not one of these guys who's like, Oh, I don't feel like it today. So I'm not going to do anything. That's not going to fucking get you anywhere the motivation cycles and stuff. You've got to have the discipline and, and the sort of the value system in place and the right purpose to be able to push through the hard times. However, it's nice to be able to do it with a bloody big smile on your face, isn't it? Right? So I think a lot of the big three starts with your sleep because if you sleep well, you're more likely to train, you're more likely to eat well as well. Okay? Okay. That was a little bit of a tangent, but let's come back to sleep environment, okay? So there are some, like I said, there's some things that you might not be able to influence in the immediate short-term future, like those factors. However, there are things that you can put in place today, today, that are going to increase the quantity and quality of your sleep. And I'm going to reel through them very quick. They don't really need too much explanation. And then I'm going to justify it to you in a new, going to give you a new perspective on that you probably haven't thought of before, okay? Number one, no particular order here, by the way. Blackout blinds, or even better, shutters. Here in Spain, because we get, you know, obviously a lot of sunlight, I love it. Everywhere's got shutters. They come down and it is pitch black. It's amazing. You might not be able to get that in the UK, the US, wherever you're watching this, that's absolutely fine. But blackout blinds, they're not expensive. You can probably get them on Amazon. I've never looked into it. Get them, invest in them, guaranteed. Number two, a really, really good bed. A really good bed. I don't need to say much more. Bedding as well. A really good quality duvet or whatever you want to, sheets, whatever it is. I don't know what the language is. Um, and pillows. And with that, then get the bedding to go with it. Mattress topper, high quality, high thread count stuff. Again, it's all going to help. Mattress to go on your bed. Again, invest in a good mattress. This I, I know this all sounds really obvious, but if you're ter- if your sleep is terrible, why aren't you doing it? Last but not least is we want our sleep environment to be as cold as possible. It is a known fact. Human beings, all human beings, sleep better when they are cold. It lowers our body temperature. That's what we want. And don't be like, oh no, but I sleep better when it's hot. That's like saying I don't like drinking water or I'm a night owl. These things are not... (laughs) I get passionate about this stuff because they are... They're made up in your head. <laughs> now, you might be thinking, that all sounds great, Doug, but I don't have X amount of money to throw at this. However, I want to change your perspective on this stuff because it's quite important. All the stuff I've just mentioned there, blinds, a bed, a good mattress, bedding, aircon, or a fan, that's going to last you a while. All of that stuff is going to last you a while. Let's, it's probably going to last you 10 years, but let's be conservative. And say it lasts five years. All of that stuff. So you buy it all tomorrow, and it costs you, let's say, I don't know, two thousand know, pounds, two and a half thousand dollars, whatever that might be. And you've bought a bed, blackout blinds, a new mattress, new bedding, and you've bought a really good fan, a nice Dyson fan, right? Let's say you spent two and a half, two thousand dollars. Sorry, two thousand pounds, two and a half thousand dollars. Okay. You're thinking, bloody hell, that's a lot of money, and it is. It is, it is a lot of money. However. If all of that lasts you for five years, think about the cost per sleep. There are 365 days per year. One of those years is going to be a leap year. It's going to have 366. So that means, I've written it down, it's going to be 1,825 sleeps. That means your cost per sleep, anyone fastest finger? One pound ten. Per night one pound ten per night to take your sleep quality and quantity from a, a five or a six to an eight but the relationship with the scale here is not linear what I mean by that is it your life doesn't improve linearly if you go from a six to a seven or a seven to an eight it increases like fivefold, tenfold. And if you go from a six to a seven, it might increase threefold. If you go from a seven to an eight, it might increase fivefold. If you go from an eight to a nine, it might increase tenfold. You go from a nine to a ten, Jesus Christ, you're basically a superhero, okay? So don't look at it as a linear relationship and then think about that in the grand scheme of things. What could you achieve in five years' time if your sleep environment went from a six to an eight for the cost of one pound ten per day which is less than you spend on a chocolate bar really think about that think about what you could achieve in every realm of your life how good physically would you look and feel how good mentally would you feel where would your career be how much more money would you be earning where would your relationships be with your friends your family your partner how much happier would you feel and if you're telling me that all of that isn't worth £1.10. Well, you wouldn't be, because it is. <laughs> if you then double that down with the actions that I said. So you go out and you've gone, I'm sold. Give me an affiliate link, Doug. I don't have an affiliate link. I really should do a sponsor, sponsored deal with some mattress or bed company. I don't. Yet. <laughs> but imagine you take all of those things that I've just said about your sleep environment. And you doubled down and did the actions consistently. It, it's You've basically bought a rocket ship and you're off to the moon. Literally, that is the power that this has to change the trajectory of your life. So guys, see this as an investment. An investment in your effort, in your time, in your money. But it is going to pay back tenfold. And it's not going to take that long to pay back as well. That £2,000, if we're thinking just cold, hard cash, I reckon you'll probably get promoted in six months. Genuinely. Because guess what? If you sleep better, you're you're going to want to do more things. Suddenly, that motivation you've struggled with to go to the gym will appear. You'll actually want to do these things. You'll feel annoyed when you can't. Take it from someone who knows. So there you go. We've talked about the how, we've talked about the why, and you know the what. Get it in, guys. This is an actionable investment strategy into your sleep. Ooh, maybe that's the title of the video and the podcast. I like it. (laughs) All right, I will love you and leave you. Go and enjoy your Saturdays. Thanks for tuning in as always. I'll see you tomorrow.